Hello, thanks for joining me today for your online coffee break. Today I'd like to introduce my special guest, Peter Hollins. Everything you're about to hear is made by the human voice and mouth. Peter is an entrepreneur, educator, and is best known as a classically trained vocal artist specializing in acapella music on YouTube and Facebook. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide? No escape from reality. As a YouTube sensation, his content has earned him over 5 million followers and over a billion total views. I can show you the world Shining, shimmering, splendid Tell me, princess, now when did you last let your heart decide? Peter was a founding member of the YouTube Creator Advisory Board and has collaborated and performed with many outstanding artists, including David Archuleta, Brian Wilson, Jason Mraz, Gladys Knight, and Lindsey Sterling. Recently, Peter debuted the epic hand-washing song, a new musical parody to encourage good hygiene and social distancing, with 100% of the proceeds donated to Global Giving's Coronavirus Relief Fund. Coffee break. Peter, thank you so much for joining me today. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Well, I tell you, I love the epic hand washing song and video. It's hilarious. It's fun. It's for a great cause. And as I understand, what I'm really impressed by is 100% of the proceeds are going to be donated to the Global Givings Coronavirus Relief Fund. Tell me more about that and how you came up with this awesome idea. As everyone is aware right now, we are in a high anxiety time. And as someone who creates for a living, as someone who fights mental illness myself, the one thing I can do to to help is to do what I love and do what I do best, which is to create. And so I couldn't even get my own five-year-old to wash his hands correctly. And I said, (laughs) you know what? I can fix this with a song. So I I did some due diligence. I found basically the top 50 most watched viral videos of the last five years. I picked out the ones that I thought would make the most sense and be within the confines of like that 22nd CDC recommendation of length. And I nice. started uh, contacting some of my songwriter friends. We, we rewrote, you know, the 11 songs that we did and we came up with this and we worked really, really hard because we were so passionate about 
doing something to to affect change because right yeah. now we have so little that we can control and i thought True. we can control how we wash our hands and so many of us don't wash our hands correctly i was not washing my hands correctly after Me i neither. saw the cdc guidelines i was like always oh, like i go like this and then i go like this and i get the top of the hands and the and the thumbs i was like wow okay well if i didn't know how to do that and i'm 40 then most people probably don't know either exactly. and so I can make this song, I can help people, even if it only changes a few people washing their hands right, and that can possibly save them from getting sick. It was worth it, and it Definitely was such a it. great distraction. So you're a tough guy, like to touch the mug guy, like to keep your palms dry, cough into your hands guy. I'm the clean type, like to see a clean type, trust the CDC type, scrub the surface sheen type. I'm the bath guy. Yeah, and how long did it take you to produce that, sort of from the start to the finish? That's Because that's amazing. What great quality and all the creativity that went with it. Very yeah. impressive. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, you know what? From concept to execution, it was it was nine days. Um, wow. With Which I was really proud that of, is epic. considering we're in the middle of a pandemic and everybody is very busy with uh, trying to control their children and, and their own anxiety. And so one of the cool things that I get to do right now uh, which is such an interesting angle to look at it is that I have always created in my house. I've always recorded in my bedroom that you're seeing here on this Skype and I've always shut my videos in my garage. And so I can nice. keep up extremely high production quality content when people who are brilliant but have huge teams like Jimmy Fallon are not able to. So I think right. it's kind of neat and it almost it almost gives me even more reason to work even harder to try to create content to provide levity and to provide education in this trying time, which is, which is why we're you know three days out from releasing the, the hand washing video, and I already finished uh, writing the follow up, which is all about you know quarantine, awesome. and doing the right thing, and staying inside, you know, utilizing the same educational workflow. Uh, we haven't finalized a charity for this one. I'm looking to see if I can maybe figure out a, uh, a, a charity to, to provide food to the children who went to school to get fed. You know, like there's yeah. the low-income family. So we're, we're doing some due diligence on that. And so I'm going to keep on creating. I, that's all I do. Oh, uh, Peter, that's awesome. Can I ask you kind of a silly question, but are, sure. proceeds, are proceeds raised just by watching the video alone? Is that how people can help? So the best way to, to help, honestly, is to... Uh, spread the video because what that does is it gets it gets education and awareness of not only the charity but also how to wash our hands so we can save ourselves the the, right. the faster we can we can do uh hygiene uh the more we can protect people that can't protect themselves but streaming of the of of the of the music on any uh streaming platform uh apple itunes google play on your alexa uh, purchasing it on iTunes, like everything that will go 100% proceeds to globalgiving.org's coronavirus relief fund in perpetuity. They own the masters now. Um, awesome. But streaming of the video, no, because ad revenue is so small and I'd rather not put ads on the video so people don't not watch it right. in the beginning because it's not, it's not worth it because there's so much value, in my opinion, on uh, digesting it and having it be in your subconscious while you hopefully wash your hands and you're like, why am I singing these really strange words to <laughs> this Maroon 5 song, you know? Um, yeah, so true. Can you tell us a little bit more about Global Giving itself, how you chose that? Yeah, uh, so I had four hours to choose a charity. Wow. <laughs> um, um, and I went through all of the coronavirus relief funds. Uh, I did my due diligence on the websites that grade 
uh, charities uh, because Global Giving has such an incredibly high rating and because one of my peers had already done a charity uh, push with them two days earlier. The Try Guys, they're from BuzzFeed. They do amazing work and they're very, very intelligent. I called them up. I was like, hey, what, do you, what about this charity? Why did you choose them? And so I got feedback from somebody I trusted right there. I did my due diligence on their numbers. They get tremendous ratings, tremendous four-star ratings, which is like the best you can get for charities on all the websites. Absolutely, and yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I went with them. I still, like I said, I have this impetus to to uh, have the next charity be for uh, making sure that we are feeding the children that aren't being fed right now in school because I think that's right. another thing that's just so vital. Absolutely. Um, so that's what I'm looking at for for the next one. But yeah, I chose Global Giving because they have a phenomenal reputation. They're really easy to work with. The woman that I spoke to was just absolutely lovely and delightful. And yeah, like I said, I, I I don't think this is the time to be a perfectionist. When I was working on this video, I was like, I don't. I could give a round of notes. I could work on it more. And I was like, it doesn't matter. I just need to get this out there because the earlier we affect change, the better, right? This absolutely. is an incredible snowball effect. We have to. We have to get ahead of the virus, which is uh, tough. Yeah, and I tell you, I commend you, Peter. You have such wonderful talent. I love the video, but I also love all your other amazing work. I've been a fan. Oh, oh my you. gosh. I mean, you've got so many parody videos, so it's not a new thing for you to come up with this. I want to hear, if, real quick, just how you got started. I understand you earned your degree in vocal performance from the University of Oregon. Go Ducks, right? Yes, go Ducks. <laughs> so now you have over 5 million followers and over a billion a billion with a B views of your content. How did that happen? How did you get started on this? Yeah, my mom forced me into choir when I was uh, going into high school. <laughs> nice. And mom knows best. Yes. I tried to fight her and say, well, you know what? Guys don't sing, only girls sing. Well, she was right. I was wrong. I ended up going <laughs> to the University of Oregon on a full ride to become a choral director because my choral director changed my life so significantly. Excellent. Um, I, I wasn't able to pull it off on the piano. Uh, my left hand wouldn't wouldn't work that out, so I had to become uh, just like a you know uh, full ride on on the classical voice performance opera thing uh, to get to finalize my degree. Yeah. I promised my mom I would graduate. That was a tough call with all the performing I wanted to do. Right. But but um, I fell in love with acapella music. I fell fell in love with the human voice. Everything in that video that you hear, the epic. Well, every everything I do is is just the human voice, yes. from the drums to the bass to the everything. So See, I, I didn't realize make, that. I thought I thought I know some of them. I, I knew they were all voices, but I didn't realize yeah. that all of them. You're not yeah. hearing music. Wow, that's impressive. Very impressive. Yeah. So I have a very small niche. A lot of people think it's really dorky. I think it's really cool. I do too. <laughs> I am proud to be a dork. Um, yeah. So I started an acapella group. Fell in love with acapella. Fell in love with the studio when we went to go record our first album. I fell in love with the girl who record who founded the female acapella group on campus, uh, which later became the premise to the movie and the book Pitch Perfect, which yeah. you might have heard of. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mickey Rapkin wrote that book. He came and interviewed us multiple times. We're referred to as the Danny Sandy of acapella in that book. And so my wife's acapella group at the University of Oregon, DeVisi, later became the Bellas of Pitch Perfect. Wow. Later on, after recording about 30 acapella groups around the nation, uh, I got a, my old group to go uh, perform on uh, the TV show The Sing-Off on NBC. Oh, yeah. So that gave me a little bit of an eye-opening to the L.A. world and all these young singers having this real huge drive to make it. I yeah. never really had that. Um, so I started turning the mic on myself and stopped recording college kids, which was really annoying after I started, because I, mean, I was like 30 and working with 18-year-olds 
Yeah, it's tough. Sure. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, I, I started turning the mic on myself after the, the experience on the TV show. And even though I had like four or five solos on national television, that truly wow. didn't do anything for me in 2010. Really? But what, but what did was just the overall passion for like, well, they're doing it. I can do that. Let, let's, let's do this. And so I taught myself recording engineering earlier in my life. And I saw people on YouTube doing this YouTube thing. And I was like, what is this? This seems like this might actually be a business. So I started teaching myself video editing and I've always been a self doer and I've always been a huge dork and loving computers. And so I just isolated it myself until I got that, uh, squared away. And I started remake, I started making these acapella videos and it ended up turning itself into a business. And, you know, I never really had like a, a huge viral smashing hit that like changed my life overnight. It's always just been like, right. This worked out pretty well. Let's go to the next one. This worked out pretty well. Let's go to the next one. I and think I that's love it. so important and so common because a lot of people think, oh, one instant hit, hey, you're there. But no, it's that hard work and the persistence and seeing what works and making it better. That makes so much sense. I wouldn't want to put the one hit wonder on on my worst enemy. Right. I feel like the fast, like it's you know, everybody says that, but the faster you go up, the faster you fall down because you don't learn along the way and you have to fail so many times to truly be able to build a career. And so true, especially in music now, you 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 so need to build yourself up almost like a Silicon Valley startup where, um, yeah, you, you, the old music career it doesn't exist anymore. And uh, I think what I'm doing is kind of like the new thing. I'm I'm building a digital media company. My product is is dorky acapella songs, but I do it through the means and distribution of, of videos. Um, yeah, but you've also, I mean, you've also worked with such amazing talent. I mean, we have Lindsey Sterling. I, I have to admit, I, I love your Skyrim parody. I think that's just ah, freaking awesome. But you've also worked with Gladys Knight, Brian Wilson for the Beach Boys, David Archuleta, and many more. What's it like working with such amazing household names? Doing what I do is so incredibly isolating. Creating an acapella song takes just so many hours and hours of work yeah. that when I finally get to work with other voices and other humans, not only is that just so needed and rewarding, uh, but then working with people who you look up to so much, it, it is like the holy grail of, of what I do. Uh, collaboration in general uh, really saves me from the isolated work of, of being a YouTuber. Yeah. I, I think it's so interesting you, you can look at some of these studies and some of these, uh, uh, not tests, but these, uh, well, the data from younger children saying, what, the, what do you want to be when you grow up? And like right now, it's like, number one thing is YouTuber. And I'm like, this is such a difficult thing. Like, we have to work so hard on this treadmill that is just accelerating beyond belief. And we have to fight to keep our heads above water because we're going up against media companies now and that's the same right. way the algorithm works and that's the same way we have to run our business and and it's it's very isolating and it's very yeah. mentally exhausting but uh, working with people like David Archuleta who dude is so talented oh, yeah. oh my gosh I've been able to record him on a couple songs and he's just so incredibly talented and Lindsay Sterling was the first person that I was able to ever collaborate with and she taught me Man, she taught me so much. That was probably one of the most powerful relationships uh, I have ever had and ever will have because I went into that week working with Lindsay thinking that every single person in the music world was my competitor because that's what we're brainwashed to think, right? With all yeah, of these exactly. billboard charting things and trying to be number one and selling. And she taught me to treat my 
peers, as collaborators, and not competition. And that changed everything for me. That makes so much sense. Because I, I imagine it also helps you with your creativity as well. I was going to ask just how do you keep the ideas coming? How do you keep them fresh? Initially, in the beginning, I, the ideas came solely from me. Uh, now, I actually get all of my ideas from my community. Not as they're they're my like A and R team. Like you know, in the past, many times you'd have an A and R guy that's like, "You're going to do these songs because this is going to get you on the radio." My my audience and my my community, uh, they choose my songs, and I literally have spreadsheets and spreadsheets of tens of thousands of votes that I have my team like tally up and i have a messenger bot system that if that like nice. people type in the song and it adds another tally and so when songs get high enough and enough requests i just do them yeah so i've made entire albums literally because my audience has asked for it like i wasn't a huge fan of of lord of the rings music and they recommended it and i started falling in love with it it was just so beautiful yeah it uh, really is and, and so i did it and you know and and uh and, and so yeah that's a lot of my ideas come from that I mean, sometimes like the one that we just did for this epidemic was just such a like a I have to do this, and I have to do this now, and it skips right. like the fifty other songs we're working on. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I, I know you you said you're actually following up doing another song that's related yeah. to the pandemic, but what what else is uh, are you working on? What what's next for you? Basically? Yeah, sure. There's this really fun thing that you have to kind of do now on YouTube, which is basically create multiple different value propositions during a music <laughs> video. Yeah, you know, uh, humor. Uh, uh, visual effects, sound effects. Like you just have to keep on doing more and more to keep the audience watching. Yeah. So one of the things I've I've done previously that I'm doing again and releasing on April 1st is like a uh, it's like it's an impression. It sounds so stupid. It's an impression competition, uh, and I'm doing it with one of my fellow uh, peers who is uh, an impressionist, pretty much. But he's also a classically trained opera singer. Uh-huh. Uh, so we are going to Rick Roll the world and release a video on april 1st uh that will be titled i don't know whatever hit song right now is number one i don't pay attention to pop anymore but it, but you'll click on it and it'll basically be like hey we're doing this impression battle um uh and then the song will start and it'll be a rick roll and it's a one take uh, and so we we had like 40 different characters that we could that we didn't know the order of we, that we have to pull up and like Brian, my Brian Hall, my my collaborator had a list. Oh, and I Peter, Peter, I'm gonna interrupt. This is exactly. Oh, I love that because I saw that with you and Brian, and you did the yeah. uh, Frozen Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! So it's gonna be like that. That was just hysterical, and I wondered. I'm like, how are you guys so talented? All these impressions, and it, oh, folks, it is know. amazing. He, you gotta check out these he videos. Is he, he is talented. The snow glows white on the mountain tonight. Not a footprint to be seen. Okay, Dishonor. A kingdom of isolation. And it looks like I'm the queen. The wind is howling like this swirling storm inside. Couldn't keep it in. Heaven knows I've tried. It is so fun. It is so fun. So we we uh, we did this to uh, Rick Astley, uh, <laughs> nice. and and we fell on our face. We didn't even finish it, but it is so entertaining. <laughs> It is so entertaining. So that's coming wait. out on April first. I have 1st. A, I have another video that we're actually filming or finishing filming uh, yeah. later later today, which is uh, a DreamWorks medley, which is like you know like songs from Shrek, and um, I'm I'm singing as Moses singing Believe. <laughs> Lots what, of fun. What you believe. Anyway, um, 
so that's that's coming out. I have a bunch of uh, collaborations that we filmed in late January, early February that are, are coming out um, with the BYU Vocal Points Acapella Group. They have this lovely men's collegiate group that we went and sang uh, over at the gorge, overlooking all these beautiful mountains and the and the oh, river. Wow. Very nice. Um, I have a I have a couple silly Disney stuff that we've already shot too. It is amazing, and 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 folks, we're gonna I'm gonna have all these in the show notes because we've got your YouTube channel. Plenty of ways for them to consume your awesome content, Peter. I think this is wonderful. I just want to commend you on this. I think it's just a great cause, and I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Online coffee break. Wow, I really enjoyed my conversation with Peter today, and I'm loving the epic hand-washing parody. If you'd like to check that out or some of Peter's other incredible work, just go to his YouTube channel at YouTube forward slash Peter Hollins. I want to thank Peter for joining me today. I want to thank you for joining us as well. Again, please share this episode with your friends who need a laugh and can help support a great cause. Again, thank you so much for taking time to join us today. Stay safe. We'll see you next time. God bless.